Hello, my name is Andrew Laposha, and welcome to the Twilight Years. On today's episode, we will be discussing the death and final years of singer Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby did it all. He was not just popular, he was influential. Bing is best known for having one of the greatest singing voices of the 20th century, alongside Elvis Presley and Frank Sinatra. Not only was his voice great, but he had a certain style that seemed conversational. He made it look easy. His trademark song was his version of White Christmas, and it is still heard every holiday season. In fact, for over 50 years, it was the best-selling single of all time, being dethroned by Elton John's Candle in the Wind in 1997. The song became popular during World War II, and Yank Magazine said he was the person who did the most for the morale of overseas servicemen. A 1948 poll described him as the most admired man alive, ahead of Jackie Robinson, Pope Pius XII, and President Harry Truman. Bing was also a success on the radio, performing on it every week for over 30 years. Not only was he a phenomenal singer, but he was a brilliant actor as well. He starred in popular musicals and did comedy well too, starring in seven Road 2 movies with Dorothy L'Amour and his friend Bob Hope. Bing even managed to snag an Oscar for his performance in the movie Going My Way. He's part of a small group of people that have three stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in the categories of motion pictures, radio, and audio recordings. And if all that wasn't enough, Bing was unbelievably wealthy. He made many wise investments over the years, including owning a portion of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Along with Bob Hope and Fred McMurray, he was one of the richest people in show business. Despite all his success, Bing was far from perfect. He had numerous affairs and began dating again just weeks after his first wife died of ovarian cancer. Some accounts say he was difficult to work with, and of course, there's the controversy surrounding his kids, which we will get to later. Around Christmas of 1973, Bing was not feeling well. He was constantly suffering from chest pains and fever. On New Year's Eve, he felt worse than ever and checked himself into the hospital. Bing and his wife Catherine were certain he had lung cancer. On January 13th, a tumor the size of a small orange was removed from his lung, though it wasn't cancerous. The tumor came from a rare fungal infection that he had most likely caught during an overseas safari visit during the previous year. Bing's recovery was slow, but he eventually bounced back, working more than ever. Over the next three years, he recorded 10 albums and began doing live concerts again, which he had not done since World War II. If you're like me and you wanted to start a podcast, but were not very tech-savvy, you wouldn't have known what to do. Then I heard about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All was fine for being until March 1977. Bing was filming a television special at the Ambassador Auditorium in Pasadena to celebrate his 50th anniversary in show business. Bing arrived at the auditorium to rehearse at 8am that morning and stayed there until the taping. At the end of the taping, Bing gave a closing speech saying, I hope it won't be another 50 years before we can celebrate like this again. Bing received a standing ovation. It was obvious he was tired and was most likely relieved to be finished. 
As he turned to leave the stage, he turned the wrong way and fell backwards headfirst into the orchestra pit. Bing was immediately rushed to the hospital, where he remained for a month. He had ruptured a disc in his back. He also had a cut to the head. Despite all the pain and injury, Bing was in high spirits. After being discharged, Bing resumed his hectic schedule. He did an interview with Barbara Walters where the two of them danced a little bit and Bing spoke about how marijuana should be legalized. He also got back to golfing, which was his favorite hobby. By August, he was back to performing again. On August 16, 1977, which was the day Elvis Presley died, by the way, Bing did his first concert since his accident, which ended up being his last concert in America. The electric power gave out during his performance, but Bing continued singing without amplification. Bing was planning to go on a small European tour with an act called Bing Crosby and Friends, which would feature his family, comedian Ted Rogers, and Rosemary Clooney. The show in America was to be a tune-up for the tour. When they arrived in Europe, they did shows in Norway and Sweden, as well as two weeks at the London Palladium. While in England, Bing filmed what would be the Christmas special that would air later that year. The producers wanted to find a young star to appear on the special to make Bing seem more relevant, so rock star David Bowie was invited to join. They said they'd promote the music video for his new single, Heroes, during the show. Bowie accepted, though the real incentive for him was to please his mother, who was a massive Bing Crosby fan. Bing also accepted for family reasons, because his kids were huge fans of Bowie. When the filming was done on September 11, 1977, things didn't start on the right foot. Bowie and his wife arrived on set wearing flamboyant clothing, makeup, and hairstyles. The producers had to tell Bowie to take off his lipstick and earring. On the special, Bing plays himself visiting a London mansion owned by relatives when Bowie rings the doorbell. The two make light banner poking fun at themselves, their fans, and their generational differences. Then the two sang a duet, with Bing singing The Little Drummer Boy and Bowie singing Peace on Earth. The performance was a hit, and five years later, it was released as a single, peaking at number three on the UK charts and becoming one of Bowie's best-selling singles. Bing also recorded what would be his final album, titled Seasons. He gave his last concert at Brighton Center in England on October 10th, playing to a full house. The next day, Bing made his final appearance in a recording studio, singing eight songs for a radio program at BBC Maidai Val Studios. The program would also include an interview with Alan Dell. He also took photos for the season's album jacket. A couple days later, Bing flew to Spain to play golf and hunt partridge. He had brought a new $700 wardrobe for the hunt. While Bing was in Spain, it was announced that he would be reuniting with Bob Hope and Dorothy L'Amour for the first Road 2 movie in 15 years to be called Road to the Fountain of Youth. On October 14, 1977, Bing went to play golf at the La Mojarela Golf Course. Bing was to play a match partnered with Spanish champion Manuel Pinero and challenging former Spanish champion Valentin Barrios and Cesar de Zalueta, who was president of the club. Before the match, the four had lunch in the clubhouse. Bing ordered a cup of chicken broth, a ham lettuce tomato sandwich, and a glass of water. After lunch, he chatted with journalists. During the chat, he said the trip to Spain was a test of his recovery from his back injury. Before Bing left England, a doctor advised him to play just nine holes of golf instead of the full 18 due to his health. Bing ignored the advice. He was in good spirits and was ready to go all the way. As the foursome reached the ninth hole, nearby construction workers noticed Bing and asked him to sing a song. Bing obliged and sang Strangers in the Night for them. Towards the end of the game, Bing seemed to be favoring his left arm. He and his partner won the match with a score of 85. 
As the game ended, Bing said, that was a great game of golf, fellas. Then he added, let's get a Coke. As they walked toward the clubhouse, which was about 20 yards away, Bing collapsed and landed face down on the brick pavement. He had a massive heart attack. Bing was carried into the clubhouse and the house doctor was called. An attempt was made to revive him. He was then rushed to Reina Victoria Hospital, where he was declared dead on arrival. Bing Crosby was 74 years old. Bing's body was taken back to Los Angeles. His funeral was held at St. Paul's Catholic Church in Westwood on October 18th at 5 a.m. In Bing's will, he stated that only Catherine and his seven kids be invited to the funeral. However, Catherine invited his siblings, as well as Bob Hope, Rosemary Clooney, and Phil Harris. Geraldo Rivera was also on hand to broadcast the funeral on ABC. Bing was laid to rest at Holy Cross Cemetery, very close to where Bella Lugosi, Rita Hayworth, and Sharon Tate are all buried. Six years after Bing's death, his son Gary wrote a book called Going My Own Way. In the book, Gary talked about how his father was cruel and both psychologically and physically abusive. He stated that Bing would often refer to him as bucket butt. He also said Bing would beat him and his siblings if they did something even slightly wrong. Gary said that to endure the pain, he would think of ways to kill his father. In Bing's will, he stated that none of his kids would have access to his fortune until they turned 65. The book shocked the world. Many debated the book's accuracy. Gary's brother, Lindsay, stated that he hoped that the book would clear up rumors, but at the same time, he chose to remember the good times with his father. His other brother, Dennis, did not comment much, saying it was Gary's business, but he neither confirmed nor denied the claims. Bing's younger brother, Bob, also a singer and a band leader, said that Bing was a disciplinarian in the same way his own parents were. Bob Hope commented on how Gary said he was tortured, quipping, Bing used to sing to me too, but I didn't feel I had to write a book about it. Meanwhile, Bing's younger son, Philip, completely trashed the book. He called Gary a whining, bitching crybaby walking around with a 2x4 on his shoulder and just daring people to nudge it off. However, Philip did state that his father did believe in corporal punishment, saying, We never got an extra whack or a cuff that we didn't deserve. Years later, both Lindsay and Dennis would take their own lives, and Gary died of lung cancer in 1995. Despite the tell-all biography, people choose to look at Bing fondly. His music is inescapable during the holiday season, and deservedly so. Bing was an enormous talent, and his place as one of the greatest singers of all time is well-deserved. Thank you all for listening to The Twilight Years. Please don't forget to subscribe. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. The links are included in the description of this episode. If possible, leave me a review. If you have any requests for somebody you would like to see talked about on this podcast, let me know and I will do my best to get to them. Thanks again for listening. My name is Andrew Laposha, and I will see you next time.